What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? R25, chill with the craziness. <clears throat> well, one love to everybody on this ride with me. I uh, appreciate everybody. Uh, you know, we got to talk about UFC. We're going to talk about UFC later because, you know, I got to do some bragging about how I called. Uh, they should just cancel the whole thing. Uh, but we're going to get into that uh, a little bit later uh, into the show. Uh, all right, first, I did want to talk about uh, President Donald Trump said he's not going to do widespread testing. United States, understandable, uh, especially the United States. We don't, we don't have the universal health care system that most countries uh, have uh, and are able to do the widespread uh, testing uh, for the coronavirus. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. It's like what I've been saying uh, previously in my podcast. If you're trying to look at the government to solve the problem, um, it's not going to happen. So, like I said, we need to keep on looking at each other and we need to keep on doing what we need to do. Uh, to be safe and to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, all right? So like I said, everybody, this thing, it's on us, all right? So everybody, let's keep our heads up. Let's stay positive, um, and uh, we're going to get through this uh, together. Now, speaking about some positivity, uh, upstate New York, we got Glens Falls Hospital, Saratoga Hospital. How about New York City uh, to facilitate uh, helping out? Uh, what's going on in New York City right now with the coronavirus spread? So, um I you know I I like the idea I applaud the idea let's just say this I applaud the idea at the same time uh, we're risking infecting more people upstate now if we're going to be doing this so um, I just want to I wanted to mention this in my podcast want to make sure that uh, we're all keeping safe and uh, especially extra vigilant especially in the uh, Saratoga Warren County Washington County area uh, we need to stay extra vigilant. Uh, about what's going on and uh, be in the know of things of that nature. All right. So, you know, I hope everybody stays safe. Uh, I got family in, in New York City as well. So shout out to all of them. And, uh, you know, you know, pretty much family over, you know, New York State. So shout out to everybody. And, um, you know, I pray that everybody stays safe. All right. Um, another thing we need to keep our heads, heads up about um you know, I see a lot of things on social media, people complaining about um, the essential workers not getting hazard duty pay, um, unemployment benefits. Uh, some people are getting more than what they would be getting if they were working. L- listen, when it comes to the hazard hazard pay, um, especially someone who's benefited from it in the past, uh, serving in the military and uh, being in deployment uh, in a war zone, you get hazard duty pay. Um, it's going to be on the companies themselves if they want to implement that now a lot of companies are taking a revenue hit as well so to uh give uh certain work giving workers extra money at the same time the revenue is not coming in to justify that you know the economics for some companies doesn't make sense now we know some companies are doing pay bumps some companies are just keeping everything stand at pat like i said uh, that's on those individual companies you know within their budget for them to do that. Uh, so we need to stop being on uh, certain companies' cases about not uh, doing a pay increase. Um, like I said, that's just an economic thing. So we need to just take it for what it is. Um, you know, for all these social workers, you are appreciated uh, and you will be remembered in history for what you've done. I don't care if you work at Walmart. I don't care if you're from Walmart to a doctor. You know, to me, you're considered essential. So... Uh, you being applauded by me 
uh, for your bravery and doing what you can to provide a service uh, and, you know, taking care of your families and you're taking care of other people's families as well. Right. So, so definitely want to show everybody uh, a lot of love. Um, but, you know, we got to get into it. I called it, called it, called it about UFC 249. And now, listen, we can get into the politics, Disney, ESPN, Senator uh, Diane Feinstein getting into it. Uh, apparently, they're going to have this at the some type of Indian casino uh, that's on uh, Indian Reservation. So, they don't necessarily need to abide by stay at home six feet away and all that and all that fun stuff. Listen, yo. If the card was hot, they would have had that UFC fight. UFC two four nine would have gone on. I think if Khabib was still fighting Tony Ferguson, that would have gone on. In my personal opinion, they had Conor McGregor. Oh, they ain't showing that down. Conor McGregor fighting Tony. Oh, that fight. Oh, UFC two two forty nine. That was gonna happen. I promise you that was gonna happen. Listen, Tony and Justin. There was no buzz. All right, and the nail was sort of on the coffin. When Rose dropped out against Jessica, uh, that was, you could sort of tell that it wasn't going to stay. You could tell that it was going to get canceled. And I think that was like ESPN and, and Disney were like, you know what? Let's shut it down. You know, Rose is going, Rose, uh, apparently a couple of family members uh, passed away or got sick with the coronavirus. You could tell that was the writing on the wall. That thing was going to get shut down. But like I said before, I'll say it again. If the card was hot, that fight <coughs> definitely would have gone on. So, you know, if anybody wants to applaud ESPN and Disney for making the right decision, that was strictly financial of why they shut that down. So let's not call Disney and ESPN heroes right now and say that they're champions and uh, in support of um, you know, people going through uh, the struggles of the coronavirus right now. That had nothing to do with that. Um, we talked about a shutdown of an event. We we're going to start about a startup of an event. Major League Baseball is in talks uh, with the Major League Baseball Players Union about possibly starting up in May uh, in Arizona. There's about 13 uh, baseball facilities in in Arizona that would be ready to go to host Major League Baseball games. Um, the kicker is there would be no mound visits. Players would be sitting in empty stands about six feet apart. Uh, front office personnel might be there. <sighs> Big problem with this. Now, besides the whole six feet apart, I don't know how you're going to manage a baseball game and everybody's six feet apart. Um, how you're going to relay, you know, how they're going to relay messages uh, to. Uh, when you know when you have to need a pinch hitter, especially in the National League, I you know I don't see it working at all. Um, you know I'm I'm not a, I'm just not a big fan of it. Listen, let's get it right. I don't you know I don't want a total cancellation of all sports. Obviously, I don't want I don't want that at all. But let, but let's just get it right. And some of the Major League Baseball players they don't want to be away from the families. Just you know, so it's just the the grown men. Listen. And some people compared it to, uh, you know, soldiers are away from their families. Uh, listen, you cannot compare it to the United States uh, soldiers who are deployed in a in a you know in you know in a war zone right now. Uh, you cannot compare the the two United States military service to volunteer service. Okay, 
So, in, you know, ever since September 11, 2001, if you join for the military, you know that you're going in, that you could possibly be deployed. Uh, that's the thing you know uh, going in. And uh, for a Major League Baseball player, you know, who enters, you know, the draft, you know, you're not anticipating that one day the, the league might be shut down over a, a, a medical pandemic. Okay. So you're not thinking about that, especially if you're 19, 20 years old. Um, you know, if you're entering, you know, in a collective bargain agreement here and chirpings about possible strike, you know, and that's something you have to take in consideration. Um, other than that, though, you know, you no one was, you know, we weren't mentally prepared for this and what, and, you know, the fact that sports getting shut down. Uh, let's get it right. I'm not a big fan of this idea of playing baseball games uh, in on all the baseball games in Arizona, I think it's a great idea. I think it's going to be weird. Nobody understands. I'm not a big fan of this idea. Let's just get it right. Let's just wait it out. Okay? That's the best bet right now. Wait it out. And then let's start up. And then let's get the logistics. Okay? You know, let's have games, you know, at our stadiums. You know, let's root for our home team in our stadiums. Okay? Let's not have... New York Yankees playing games in Arizona, you know, you know, you know, against Boston Red Sox. That's a different game, man. It's just a different game, it's a different vibe compared to that game being at Yankee Stadium in Fenway Park. <laughs> it's just different. Now, and I'm totally not a fan uh, of that idea. So, like I said, let's just wait it out, guys, and we'll take it from there. All right, Major League Baseball, don't need to rush it. Uh, the more you rush this thing, the more mistakes you're going to get made, and um, I, I'm definitely not a fan of it. All right. Um, another big thing that happened yesterday, we had the Rams Sections trade. Uh, Brandon Cooks is going to be going uh, to the Texans along with a 2022 fourth round pick. Rams get the Texans uh, just a second year pick, uh, second round pick this year. And, you know, and I find this funny uh, what the Texans are doing right now. You, you signed Randall Cobb via free agency. Right now you're training for Brandon Cooks um, for a, a fourth-round pick for 2022, right? Um, you got the fourth-round pick from the Cardinals this year uh, for DeAndre Hopkins. And, and this is all because DeAndre Hopkins uh, won the trade. Listen, right, you know, he's a top three receiver in the NFL, and just because somebody wanted more money, right, you get rid of them. Totally not cool. Um, not fair to the Sean Watson. It's like you got two wide receivers to replace one. That's what it seems like. And I hope, Bill O'Brien, you know what you're doing because it seems like you're going to be wasting Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I hope this works out. I, you know, I sort of, I don't know if I totally feel sorry for the Rams. You signed Todd Gurley and Brandon Cooks to these deals, and now they're both gone. And now you're in a new stadium. You know, it's going to be hard rooting for the Rams next year. Rooting for Sean McVay. Hope, you know, I think he's a good guy. I hope he figures it out. Um, but I'm really not a fan of what the Texans are doing to the Sean Watson. It's almost like this, uh, the Sean Watson is, is like the black Aaron Rodgers. And it seems like Aaron Rodgers is wasting away in Green Bay. And Deshaun Watson is going to be wasting away uh, in Houston. And it's for no apparent reason of 
management doesn't want to spend money, uh, and for and you have an all world talent, but you don't want to spend money to keep that guy. And I gotta give props to my main man Christian. You know, he told me once, he's you know, young buck. He's like, if the NFL doesn't like you, they will get rid of you. And it's so funny because you know you head scratched the AB trade last year, the OBJ trade, and it's just like, you know, if it's mind boggling that the return that the Texans are getting in for the type of quality talent that they've had, and you know, I almost think the Rams should have gotten maybe a little bit more for Brandon Cooks. He wasn't that bad last year, I don't think. Um, the numbers were a little bit down, but he also was hurt a little bit, um, but. It's just funny. If they don't like you, they're going to find a way to get rid of you. And you really don't see this in any other sport but football, basketball. You really don't have some lopsided trades. Um, you know, Major League Baseball really don't have uh, lopsided trades. But it seems like the NFL, they, um, they have the propensity of doing these lopsided trades. And it's just mind-boggling <coughs> of how to get to these <coughs> trade ideas. And more importantly, it's crazy how these trades get approved. From both sides as well. Um, you think both sides want some type of proper compensation. But in the NFL it's not like that. If they don't like you. They're going to get rid of you. And it's crazy that mindset. Uh, that they have in the NFL as well. Um, yeah. Totally not a fan. And um, I hope. Going forward. The NFL starts figuring out ways to. Uh, make it somewhat fair. But I don't think that you know that's going to. Uh, happen anytime soon. Um, watch the first take yesterday. Uh, Chicago Bulls are hiring a uh, a tourist. Kind uh, of is uh, kind of so. Uh, last name is hard to say. A tourist kind uh, of uh to be their new uh, GM. He was complaining about how uh, enough black execs aren't getting the chance. Um, you know, he keeps on lamenting about Joe Dumars. Uh, Joe Dumars is a great GM. Built a winner out in Detroit Pistons. You remember, he's the one that made that big trade to bring um, uh, Rip Hamilton and traded him for Jerry Stackhouse. Uh, and, and they ended up getting the uh, the championship uh, because of that. You know, drafted a young uh, Tejan uh, Prince, passing up on Carmelo, bringing in Darko Milicic. You know, so those are all risky moves that Joe Dumars did, and it all worked out. That, um, you know, I don't think this is the argument right now. Uh, and you know who I'm really going to blame for possibly not the hiring of black execs? And I think you everybody knows what I'm going to say. The New York Knicks. Think about what the New York Knicks have done, especially with their uh, execs. All right. You know, um, I don't think Scott Perry's done a bad, bad job. But I also don't think he's done a great job. He necessarily hasn't built a winner. Um, a lot of people don't think he should have drafted Kevin Knox uh, with the seventh pick. You know, everybody thinks he should have gotten SGA. Listen, I, uh, I think Kevin Knox is going to be. I think he just needs a, a, a hug, and needs to be told everything's going to be okay. Um, and I think Kevin Knox is going to be all right. Um, so, and RJ Barrett, I mean, he, he had to get RJ Barrett. I mean, that was just the fact though. I really think he should have drafted Shamari Pons, uh, as a backup point guard in the second round, but that, you know, uh, but, you know, but that's a, uh, another discussion, you know, you know, play that St. John to bring that kid home. You know, I, yeah, I really think they should have gone that route, but we're going to see what happens in the draft this year. We'll see what Leon Rose does. 
um, as a president. But think about this also with the Knicks, right? You had you had Steve Mills and Scott Perry. You didn't offer Kevin Durant a contract, which was egregious, okay? All last summer, all you heard was Kevin Durant was going to New York. Well, he did go to New York. He just went to Brooklyn, New York. And the fact that you didn't even offer him a contract, crazy, okay? Yeah, I, totally mind-boggling. Kevin Durant, right, you know, top two players in the world, and we don't offer him a contract. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever, right? And, you know, and you, know, and you got to think about this. You got to think about the mess, you know, Steve Mills made, especially in the early 2000s, didn't do a good job, and we bring him back. Right, Isaiah Thomas, remember the mess that he did in New York, trading away all of our first-round draft picks, giving them away like they were candy, and it took Donnie Walsh to uh, actually get us back into normalcy. Um, and then, you know, I mean, I would like to see Donnie Walsh still there, but, you know, uh, Dolan stepped in, forced uh, Donnie Walsh to do the Carmelo Anthony trade, and then Donnie Walsh was like, I'm out. We made the playoffs with Ernie Grunfeld. Right, we haven't made the playoffs ever since we brought back uh, uh, Steve Mills, and like I said, I don't think Scott Perry's done that great of a job. He's done. Scott Perry has done the moves where anybody else would have done. Anybody else would have taken R.J. Barrett, right? I mean, that was like a no-brainer uh, draft choice. We're gonna see what happens. Now, Knicks are slated between the sixth and ninth pick. I think if the Knicks get the sixth pick. I think by default they're gonna have to get called Anthony because I think Wiseman, Anthony Edwards, uh, Denny Avedija, Lamelo Anthony, and Obi Topin, those guys are all going in the top five. The only way we're gonna get any one of those guys if someone, you know, falls in love, if you know, with a Killian Hayes or a Cole Anthony, um, if anybody falls in love with those guys, we're not gonna get any one of those guys. Watching Anthony Edwards. I, I mean, he's athletic. I think he's all right. You know, he had a couple game weathers for, for Georgia last year. I don't think Anthony Edwards is anything special. I didn't see anything that spectacular with him. You know, I'm a Kentucky fan. Um, so, you know, I've seen some Anthony Edwards. I didn't see anything overtly spectacular uh, with him. I still think we need to take uh, Obi Toppin. Um, I hope we don't, the Knicks don't fall worse than six. Um, then that's going to get uh, interesting. I'd, I'd, I'd like to get Cole Anthony uh, over Killian Hayes. If you get Killian Hayes, um, I got it. 27th pick, I said it before, I'm going to say it again. No matter what, at 27, get Cassius Stanley at 27. No matter what, right? You know, unless your analysts really think he's going to fall to 38, I don't think he's going to fall to 38. That would be a dream scenario. You get Obi Topin, Trey Jones at 27, Cassius Stanley at 38. But like I said, if you get Obi Topin or you get Cassius, like I said, you get Cassius Stanley at 27 no matter what, get Ashton Hagens from Kentucky, get him at 38. I think that'll solve your problems right there. But like I said, if you get called Anthony, uh, you you know, or you get uh, Lamelo. If we get top two, you still get Cassius Stanley at twenty seven, no matter what. And then at thirty eight, you know, it's a second round pick. It's going to be a throwaway pick, uh, you know, whatsoever. 
I don't know. Maybe you know, maybe get Cassius Winston. You know, if you know, but um, if if Trey Jones isn't there, maybe get Cassius Winston uh, 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 from Michigan State. I don't know, but uh, you're gonna get your point guard there. I think get Asher Hagens at 38. Call it a day, um, and that's my opinion. Um, but like I said, Knicks have had bad GMs, especially brother GMs, and. You know, all you got to do is look at the Knicks. If anybody is on the rocks about getting uh, a brother GM, look at the Knicks and look at what they've done. And then you'll be like, you know what? Maybe that's not the right way to go. But Arturas, look, this dude, he's the one that got Jamal Murray, Nikola Joshers, uh, Gary Trent Jr. This guy knows what he's doing. This is the right call for Chicago. Um, as far as him finding the right GM, um, I think he's going to be able to find the right GM. He was the GM for the Nuggets. So I think he's going to be able to find uh, the right GM for the job. And I and I think he, you can trust Arturus from, uh, you know, making the right decisions on uh, on, on drafting. So this is going to be, a, you know, a big draft um, for the Bulls. Um, they possibly can get in the top five. Or they might even get the number one pick. So it's going to be interesting uh, what the Bulls uh, do, um, if especially if they jump up uh, in the draft. So uh, I like the hire. I think it's a great hire for the Bulls, and this, you know due to the whole lamenting of you know brother GMs. And uh, I know Billy King did a great job with the Nets um, as well. So, um, you know, so there's, there's names out there still, but you know, please Knicks don't get Elton Brand. You know, I don't think that's a great idea. Um, but um, <laughs> Um, I really don't have a problem with this move. And I know some people were also saying, uh, I heard other people like, well, you know, because Stephen A. Smith said, you know, majority of the league, 75% of the league is black. And he said, well, maybe the NBA has a diversity problem. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you guys. If you don't think the NBA execs are going all over the world to find the next guy, you're crazy. You don't know anything about basketball at all. I don't want to hear from you about that issue. If you really think the NBA has a diversity problem, these scouts go all over the world to try to find the next superstar. Okay, um, I've heard stories about guys going to the Himalayas and getting guys six foot twelve. Okay, and trying to bring them over. If they can half dribble a basketball, they're going to figure out. All right. Um, so believe me, the NBA definitely does not have a diversity problem. You know, just because the league is mostly black, don't think these execs, you know, are aren't trying to find the best guy. If they can find somebody who's green, and you know, or polka dot that can ball, the NBA will get that guy. So we're not even going to go there and talk about a diversity problem uh, in the NBA. All right. Um, listen, that's going to be a podcast, short and sweet today. Um, I want to appreciate everybody who's been listening, been on this ride. Uh, again, we, you know, we just got to keep our heads up. And like I said, well, we're going to get through this together. Um, reach out to me on some social media. Uh, you know, any any proofs you need to think I make on the show, anything you want me to talk about, hit me up on my Twitter, Rock2512. Uh, uh, that's, that's my Twitter. Uh, hit me up on Instagram, uh, Rock2Fizzle. And uh, listen, yo, I, like I said, I just really appreciate everybody listening to my shows. Uh, give me positive feedback. And... Um, I'm going to keep on doing this as long as you guys keep on listening. And uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Spark 25, signing out.